0: Hi, I'm Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. And the former president continues to make his way into the news cycle and to assess the potential fallout from the House releasing the former president's tax returns. We're happy to have the founder of the Center for Security Policy, Frank Gaffney. Frank Gaffney, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Frank, I want to ask you about uh, former President Trump's tax returns having been released by uh, Congress.
1: Uh, What do you expect to come from this, if anything? Honestly, I have no idea. Um, There's obviously a lot of business and financial um, activity that's going to be reported. I guess my working assumption is that if there were something really untoward or unsavory or criminal, most especially, we'd have heard about it before now, Um, that have been leaked. You'd have people out doing press conferences uh, and the like. And the fact that they're putting it out on a Friday at the end of the year during a holiday, that <laughs> suggests to me there's really not much to see here, folks, after all of this thrashing and, uh, you know, uh, character assassination and the rest of it. So uh, I hope that's the case. I, I would like to see the president spared for further uh, calumnies as well as, uh, you know, prosecution. But um, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what comes out of it.
0: I'd also like to ask you, Franco, the January 6th committee now dropping the subpoena to have former President Trump testify. Uh, Does this hold any form of significance or was this uh,
1: somewhat expected? I don't know that it was expected. Uh, I think people in the Trump camp thought uh, that they had the better of the argument and that at the end of the day they would have prevailed had it been taken to court, but um, the fact that the committee was a miscarriage from beginning to end seems to me to be uh, you know instructive here. There were any number of things that they've done that seemed to be designed really just to dirty up President Trump uh, to make it more difficult for him to, um, you know, be a candidate for office in the future and i think this idea of subpoenaing him and having him come before the committee and having you know sworn testimony and uh, roughing him up in that setting uh, wasn't going to work out and uh, at the end of the day they're out of business and so is the subpoena
0: frank lastly i mean you still have uh, looming the the committee referring charges to the department of justice Um, What do you think that they're looking for? How concerned should the former president be uh, there? And, you know, the country has also been through so much over the past three years on so many different levels. Um, Now that we're seeing the Twitter files showing DOJ collusion with big tech, do you think this might play into their decision as to how they
1: might move forward? Well, I guess who's counting, I I would say that uh, this has been going on for a lot longer than three years. Uh, As Donald Trump said the other day, it started when he came down the escalator in Trump Tower uh, before the 2016 election. And I think it's been more or less relentless ever since. Uh, Look, this is the most politicized Department of Justice, I think, in the history of our country. It has been weaponized for personal political purposes by the president of the United States. Uh, there seems to be no check really on its use for that purpose. Uh, the FBI, the Justice Department, its prosecutors, U.S. attorneys uh, and and others uh, seem to uh, be more or less charged with the responsibility of taking out President Trump, just as I think the January 6th committee was, and just as the previous impeachment hearings and the special prosecutor, and on and on. So uh, would I be surprised if the Department of Justice does bring charges against President Donald Trump? Uh, Not at all. Uh, Would they stand up? I think it remains to be seen. Should the President be worried, of course he should be worried. I think he is worried about all of this, um, not just the character assassination or the costs, but the fact that um, you know this is this is something that seems to be, well, as the Chinese Communists put it, unrestricted warfare against him. And there's no telling uh, you know what limits people will go to and what damage will be inflicted in the process. Indeed. Frank, thank you. It's a pleasure.
0: Thank you. And to discuss with us the release of Sam Bankman Freed from jail, as well as the ongoing files from Twitter being dropped, we have podcaster, author, and writer James Gorey. James Gory, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, Steve. James, uh, Sam Bankman Freed uh, released on $250 million bail. The story seems to have... Evaporated a little bit. Um, there's talk of a plea deal. Deal. Where do you see this all going from here?
2: Well, it's interesting. that The 250 million dollar bail was a uh, personal recognizance bail. It wasn't the typical conventional bail. Um, so, what it did was it allowed him to be released. His parents signed off on putting up their 4 million dollar house, and, and apparently a couple other folks signed off on the bail as well of, of certain means. So, he is out of um, jail walking around. And what's interesting is that um, it seems to be he's getting very special treatment. It's also interesting that uh, he has notably contributed millions and millions of dollars apparently to both parties, uh, up to—I've heard 40000000 million, I've, I've heard 100000000 million, I've heard more. It's hard to know to nail this down. The information is, is murky. Um, but what isn't murky is that he— is out on bail, um, got special treatment, and also that co- the Congress and, and the authorities knew that this fraud was going on. Um, Duffy, Terry Duffy of the uh, CME, Chicago Mercantile Exchange, testified before Congress and uh, told them that back in uh, May of, of this year. So, where do I see this going? It's hard to know. Some breaking news is that he, Bankman Sam Bacon Fried, was uh, at the White House several times. The, the latest was September 8th of this year, apparently. So. It's hard to know where this is going. It looks like a soft landing for him. I mean, if if the way he's been treated now is an indication, it looks like a there's going to be some kind of soft landing, some kind of plea deal, or who who knows what. But given the fact that he gave tens, if not hundreds, of million dollars to to Congress or to the DNC or to both parties, um, you have to wonder uh, how much protection political or Judicial protection that might, might buy. Yes, certainly is is reasonable, don't you think?
0: Indeed, I mean, you can just see, you know, based on a lot of the, the photographs that he's 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 been in with other, you know, politicians. Um, he's certain amount of influence, and you know, maybe favors are owed for, for the money. You raise a, a a valid concern. I just want to switch gears, James, and ask you. Uh, little bit about the Twitter files right now. I want to get your thoughts and and how significant some of these revelations are and why you think uh, mainstream media is not mentioning
2: them. (sighs) That's the million dollar question or the hundred million or whatever. It's the the $44 billion question perhaps. Um, Yet these Twitter revelations um, are outrageous and the only thing more outrageous as you point out is that they're not being picked up by the mainstream media and that Unfortunately, that leads us to believe—would lead just one to think, well, the media is either not interested in it or has been told not to report on it. I mean, just these, these terrifically coincidental things happen, where Twitter releases these documents, talks about the CIA and the FBI in and, and, and different uh, positions of influence within Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and so forth. Um, no reply. Crickets. Um, even yesterday, when Joe Biden said, "Look, you know, we're going to start, um, we're we're going to make sure people from China test positive before coming into the U.S., or even not, not allow them in, at some, uh, in some circumstances," that's the same thing that Trump did. And yet, there's there's no condemnation, there's no there's no comparison, there's no contrast, there's no mention of, or barely a mention of, of, any kind of, you know, correspondence between the Trump policy and the Biden policy. So. It, it, more and more, it seems like the media is becoming less and less relevant in terms of truth and much more relevant in terms of, of, of uh, political policy.
0: You raise some interesting points there. I mean, certainly it raises the question of, of things that have been politicized in the past and are just kind of overlooked now. Um, in terms of big tech, um, you know, outside of, of Twitter, how do you think these companies like Facebook and Google are, are processing what they're seeing happening on Twitter?
2: That's a great question, and I think it's, um, it's probably a, a, a tale of, or a case of, let's make sure this doesn't happen again, so let's, let's kind of you know, stop the infection of, of, of daylight, as it were, in terms of disclosures, and um, that would be probably the, the first step. So make sure this nobody gets bought out by someone like uh, like Elon Musk. Um, and the second step would probably be, well, how do we kind of contain um, Twitter's activities under under Elon Musk? How do we contain the, the leakage of all this damaging information? So I would say that it's, those are the two kind of the, the, the two steps and the two pronged approach that they're taking. Is that we'll make sure we control um, these outlets and uh, no more. No more buyouts by uh, uh, independently-minded billionaires or all regards.
0: James Gorey, really appreciate your perspective. Thank you so
2: much. My pleasure. Thank you.
0: I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review, as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon.